there is a phrase in the English language that on its face gives the impression of assurance of well-meaning helpfulness. But a lot of times in the end, it does everything but that. This phrase can evoke strong emotions and powerful responses from even the unlikeliest of sources. It's caused calm, collected, and cautious housewives to, without holding anything back, throw haymakers at each other. This phrase has turned peaceful meetings into craziness and chaos. It makes otherwise rational parents take irrational steps to protect their children, things that would be unthinkable. In the 60s, pajamas weren't really a thing until they became a thing. At that time, parents also smoked a lot of cigarettes, and for some reason, kids got close enough that their pajamas caught on fire. So, in the name of this phrase, legislation was enacted that added chemicals to these pajamas, causing them to be flame resistant. It was soon found out that the result of these added chemicals was a DNA altering drug that caused cancer, early puberty in girls, and many other things. So when you go back to what this phrase actually is, sometimes the result is much worse than the intention. In today's episode, we're going to explore the meaning of the phrase, safety first, as we delve into pajamas that were meant to protect our children, only to cause more problems at the end. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never run out of a reason to panic. Welcome to the show. I'm reminded. <laughs> I'm reminded of the 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 phrase. Um, what is it? Uh, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions oh or something like that. <laughs> it's so true. I put down a few of those bricks. <laughs> yeah, same. So uh, we're, we're joined tonight. I'm joined. This is Randall Floyd. Uh, I'm joined by Tyler Mason and Eli Bowman, the best guests this, this show's ever had. I mean, I love my brother. And um, but yeah, no, this is this is going to be a good episode. How are you two doing tonight? <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You know, uh, the, the, the listeners should know we normally record uh, in the morning. And uh, tonight is the evening, and it's pretty late on the East Coast. So um, this, who knows how loopy this might get, but uh, I think we're going to have a good time with it. Yeah, for sure. So this is actually, I was telling Tyler before the show, this is the first listener-inspired topic that we've had, which is really big news. Yeah. I mean, it was my wife, but um, still. <laughs> my mom says I'm cool. <laughs> My wife likes my jokes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my wife listens to the podcast. <laughs> so here's the story. In the 60s, pajamas became a thing, and then pajama flames became a thing, and kids' clothes started catching on fire. So legislation was enacted to make PJs flame retardant in kids. Uh. And... Uh, <laughs> it yeah. seems like a great idea like who doesn't want their kids to not catch on fire i mean sure sure when you put it that way 
<laughs> yeah, I would like my kids to not catch on fire. That's that's a true that's a true sentence. It is a true sentence. So the stuff that they added, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly, because there's 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 several different there's some doozies um, things in there, but all of them were DNA altering. Oh, now I lost it. All right. Can one of you guys help me? Yeah, out? I'm, I'm <laughs> looking for it right here. So we have in here, uh, there's the Pro Ban, which is the newest one, but where's the other ones? The PBDEs. That's that's the acronym, the PBDEs. And I'm looking for it. Mm -hmm. Why can we not find this? Um, Did Zuckerberg get in here and change this article on us? <laughs> <laughs> did it get, did it get uh, canceled? Hold on, let's see. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's... It's um, it's a chemical that's unsafe. Oh, there we go. It's called chlorinated tris. Yep, I just found it. Yep, was the original stuff and uh, chlor chlorinated tris. I don't even know what's in it, but uh, it, it was actually found to actively mutate DNA. And we were putting this in children who were developing. Um, <laughs> yeah, these are not uh, so, your these are not your grandfather's pajamas. These are these, these are uh, <laughs> the new the new thing. Well. They're not the new thing, but man, it, it was a long time. It was a long over 50 years, it says, various types of children's clothing have been required to be flame resistant. Most of the time, it's been done through the use of chemical flame retardants. Mm -hmm. So that's a long time. That's a couple. Yeah. That's at least a couple generations. Easy. Maybe three generations of children. It's true. And so I was reading this and here's an interesting fact. It's, it's actually a similar fact to, um, what happens when, um, like human humans have a 100% mortality rate, like we, no matter what. And it seems like these, um, these chemicals, they have a, a 100% banned rate. Like every time that they've ended up putting mm -hmm. one of these chemicals in the, in the pajamas, they always get banned. Mm -hmm. like just every single one of them. Well, and it's, the, the humor in it is that it was, it started out first with bromated tris, which then was mm -hmm. changed to chlorinated tris that is uh, now the PBDE uh, proban. It's like that one didn't work. So let's just throw another one in there until a study comes out and tells us it's bad. And we've got, we've got the dictionary ready to go. We'll just go to the next one in line once we can't use that one anymore. <laughs> yeah, we need one that starts with the D. <laughs> the one, and it, it says here – this is one of the one of the early uh, paragraphs here. It says, apparently back in the 50s, quite a few children were going up in flames wearing cowboy chaps made of rayon, um, <laughs> it, which is, I guess that was one of the things that kind of started the conversation about the flammability of fabrics. And it was determined that instead of encouraging safe choices, that we had to enhance the fabrics to be flame resistant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, safety first. It's like the it's like the ultimate it's like the ultimate, well, it's just another example of uh, putting a patch on something that fundamentally needs changed. Yeah. Well, like, and don't when smoke you... around your kids. I mean, <laughs> like don't put fire near your kids or don't let your kids get near fire. Now, I understand look, we all the, the three of us have kids and we 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 you know, when it comes to their education and and you know, we, we, we all have a similar view. You know, we, we kind of let our kids do their thing and we kind of let them be a little free and, and wild and whatnot. But 
you know, we're not trying to put them in danger. So it's not like you can know every second of their lives if they're near fire. But if it's bedtime, <laughs> of course, not 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 all not all not all the clothes that have gone up in flames have been pajamas, of course. But um, you would think that something like a cigarette would it would make sense to not to not let your child get near it and to be a little bit more a uh, little bit more cautious and aware of such a thing. Well, yeah, but that puts the burden of responsibility on the parents. We can't have that. We can't have that. Clearly. <laughs> right. I, I think it's funny how when you look at stuff like this with safety regulations and stuff, the government or whoever's making the, the rule, uh, it could be a parent, but uh, whoever ends up making the rule ends up picking a small anecdote and creating this cure for it. But the 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 actual effect is is minimal in the anyways like mm -hmm. not that many people were getting burned in their pajamas but they created this 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 uh this alarming rule anyways and put all this stuff into it even though it wasn't that big of a deal at the time like th there weren't that many kids spontaneously combusting <laughs> right well this is this gosh this is human nature is it not i mean we're seeing this today I mean, if, if if go just go to the political spectrum, you don't even have to go that far. Well, you kind of have to go far. I'll explain in a second. You have people on the far right, very far right, who are who are nationalists, who might even be white supremacists. Okay, you have people on the far left who um, believe that violence in the name of community is is justified. So basically, killing Nazis, punching Nazis. Um, you've got, but the truth is. There's not that many people in the on the fringes of these this political spectrum. That's why they're fringe, but they're so loud and they make so much noise and they get so much ink because they're so extreme that it appears as though it's a huge problem. There, there really aren't that many true, real Nazis in America. There really aren't that many. There are some, yes, but there aren't that many. But we have sort of ingrained within ourselves because of human nature, because it's what we see in the media and it's what we see on social media. It kind of feels like the problem's worse than it really is. And I think that's kind of what's happened here. <laughs> like you said, Randall, not a lot of kids have been bursting into flames, but just enough to, to make enough noise to get people's attention to, to make, massive action happen and in this case it has caused some some problems yeah well I mean, in 2000 there were 300 burning incidents with with kids yeah. in the u.s <laughs> 300 and that was five years before this this last last flame retardant thing was actually uh, banned and so it's it's there but there's so many other things that our kids are getting because they're exposed to this stuff 12 hours a day because yeah. they're sleeping in it like well and cancer and, and everything else and and with that stat, that's 300 burn incidents. That's not necessarily, unless I read this wrong, from pajamas going up in flames, right? That that was uh, clothing related. Just clothing no, related. That's just just burning incidents with kids. Yeah, it's it's very minimal. Right. It's like sleepwear is a subset of that 300. Right. So they're further down here in the article. Research from New Zealand pointed out. Uh, I'm just going to quote here pointed out that although kids being admitted to the hospital for burns in night clothes did decrease after their similar legislation, here are the other changes that might have had an effect, aside from 
this uh, flame retardant stuff. So, so there's, there's three bullet points here. Open fires as a form of household heating decreased by about 30%. Production of night dresses decreased drastically over 80% fewer. And in 20 or so years between, nine, between this uh, 91 study and the genesis of the, the flame retardants on pajamas, the cause of burn injuries changed as well from matches and household heating sources to stoves. So like we're talking about those are all really substantial things. Yeah, you know, and the 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 probability of your child spontaneously combusting in their pajamas is I mean, it's that almost doesn't even quantify as fringe. That's like freak accident, highly highly right. highly unlikely territory. Well, the thing is about the thing about the number of 300 is a couple things happen in our brains. One, we start thinking of what it's like for sorry yeah well i mean well we, we start thinking <laughs> huh. of, like what what is 300 we start like counting to 300 and when you go to 300 one two three four it seems like a lot when you go one by one by one and it's not like it isn't a lot but when you talk about the context of of these types of injuries with the, the millions of children in and that, that was the number in, in in america right randall yeah uh i believe so yeah so we have millions of children in this country and every night they sleep and every day they're alive. So to have 300 <laughs> injuries like this is actually an, an extremely small percentage um, and is a fringe number. So if you're a person that says, well, one is too many, I hope that you're consistent with that across the board for everything that goes wrong with any person ever. <laughs> then this podcast really truly is for you if that's the case. <laughs> um, but Welcome I think that's what happens. You better drive like... five miles an hour under the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think I think that's what happens. We we hear the number three hundred and we're like, oh, that's kind of a lot of kids when you like think about three hundred dead children, which is a sad thing to think about. But when you really put it in the context. Is this problem really worth? Is it really? Um, does it does it really merit spending a lot of legislation and altering how 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 clothes are made and treated for every child in the country? Well, consider what that means economically, not just from the cost of legislation, but now you've got right. these it's huge undertaking. Yeah, these these manufacturing uh, clothing manufacturers uh, that now they've got to change their process and they've got how much inventory they can't use. Where does that go? Well, that goes to Africa and Indonesia because, you know, we just send everything over there. So now they're wearing it. We've got to retool everything. We've got like people wonder why the cost of goods keeps getting more expensive and the quality of product keeps getting less and less. This is why. Yeah. Regulations do have that effect. <laughs> now, that's not to say all regulation is bad. I'm not I'm not saying all regulation doesn't make sense. Some regulation makes sense, but. Not very much. <laughs> well, and, and on, on, I, I print regulation books and I've seen how many changes come and go during a, a, a presidential uh, term. And like they've, they've increased so much in the last three months. <laughs> oh boy. The regulation books just keep getting bigger. So, I mean, it, it's, it's there and it's, it's just one of those things where the rule swallows the, <laughs> swallows the cause. One of the, the my favorite parts about this article was that companies were fine. You know, they wouldn't put uh, flame retardant chemicals in it because the the material was naturally flame retardant, but it wouldn't catch on fire. 
it would just melt to the kid's skin. <laughs> mm, my God. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the same thing that that instead of that it can cause other problems depending on the nature of like of the exposure to fire. Mm-hmm. These types of clothes, we'll just say these types of pajamas, they, they can actually make things worse because of what they have in them. It was polyester. Like, yeah. have you melted Plastic. polyester before? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Have you touched it right after you melted no. it? No. It's hot. It's real. <laughs> it, <hurts. laughs> and it's, it, it sticks it's, to your skin. It sticks to your skin, and then it pulls your skin off. So it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Hey, Randall, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna clue you in. If you touch anything right after you've melted it, it's gonna be hot. I'm just just saying. Whatever. You've never felt the one ring. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Touche. But the other thing too, that I find frustrating, can I, can I use the word frustrating for this? Because I mean, of course I agree. I, I don't want my kids to ever be horrifically injured, but you know, minor injuries, that's just part of growing up. Right. So, so I'm not going to bubble wrap my house, but when we talk about this flame retardant component, okay, sure. I, the, the allowability is what? A seven inch scorch after three seconds or something like that, right? Is what it said in there. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you have this 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 idea that, well, the heat's not going to transfer. If, it, if the clothes aren't on fire, the heat's not going to get through. You're still dealing with burns, even though the clothes didn't catch on fire. It's, it's like you haven't really, really prevented anything other than the material itself actually catching on fire but the the child is still burned at that point so um and that's why why you need a good fire extinguisher at your house and and there are other ways non-chemical ways and the article kind of goes on to to say this this person says the, the the writer says um you know i've trained my eyes over the years to see flame resistance coming from a mile away now here's what you can look for so here's are things that you can actually look for that are helpful in preventing uh, clothing burns. Any loose-fitting pajamas, just recognize that if there's extra fabric, that's going to be more susceptible to catching on fire. Or, or you know, if it's being trailed behind them, like in a nightgown situation, these are things where fabric is away from the body and the child may not be aware of where that fabric is at, at all times. So close to the body is going to be safer uh, things that are really that, that look really fuzzy and cozy apparently are more susceptible to catching fire there's just more um i guess that's probably more like tinder for, for the flame um a lot of the robes many robes can be uh, can be can burn pretty easily and um and when you're when you're buying pajamas uh, especially anything over sized over nine months look at the label or, or if you're ordering online click on you know read details or see more information and it should disclose in there if if the shop is worth its salt that that it's either if it says it it might say it's flame resistant if so you know that those flame retardants are on those clothes or it might say no flame retardant chemicals were used so it should tell you either way. And if it doesn't tell you, the author of this article is advising you to, to, to be skeptical and to not order it. So if you're trying to stay away from pajamas that are flame resistant, check the labels and check the details of the product before you buy. She also points out in this article that it's not just necessarily in pajama type materials. It's found in uh, changing pad mattresses. 
it's found in other goods that you're going to generally have um, from what she pointed out primarily around your kids um, just because that's that's her kind of her subject matter but I'm assuming you're going to find this flame retardant uh, chemicals in you know all sorts of different things that could potentially be in a in a situation where you know a fire may be present so yeah you, you see the same chemicals in carpets you see the same chemicals on furniture and your kids are sleeping on it with against their skin every night in many cases i i guess well i don't know if i should well i have to now um i guess the only other yeah. alternative i do the, the only other alternative i mean if we really want to try and get away from the, this stuff as much as possible is everybody should start sleeping in banana leaf huts naked <laughs> i mean that would solve so it right what- it's not a no from me. I just have a few questions. <laughs> First off, let's say I live in Minnesota in the wintertime. In February. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm just saying I might have an open flame at that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, banana leaves only smolder, and that's that's a natural flame retardant. So you should be okay. Should. Oh, my should gosh. Be. That sounds horrible. <laughs> One of the other options you could have is just to buy adult clothing because <laughs> they right. don't have flame retardant stuff in adult clothing. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys. When I grew up, that was majority of the time the what I'd sleep in was just long t-shirts. Did y'all do that? Yeah. My my kids do that. They call them shakies because they can shake and they like you know they shake around. So they but. As often as not, I'm now going to call them shakies. sleep in long t-shirts. You know, it makes them happy. Yeah. Yep. So, I slept in my boxers. Yeah, I, I did. I didn't really have. I didn't really have pajamas when I was a kid. Well, you know, you get into like high school or whatever. Then I did the same at that point. But as like a little kid, you know, the ones we're particularly talking about here, you know, six, seven, eight years old. Yeah, that's, that's what we did. We just slept in big t-shirts. I wore um, pajamas that had bad chemicals in them <laughs> I, I remember getting them every year for christmas <laughs> <laughs> oh man but the the fact that it mutates your dna i mean there are that, that's a serious thing i mean we it's these are dangerous things that i'm not saying that look if you i'm not saying if you wore if you wore flame flame retardant pajamas that uh, or flame resistant pajamas that you're going to be sick. It's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying, but, but I am saying that you slept with chemicals against your skin that might get you sick. And that's, that's, that is worth, that is worth noting and worth doing something about. Well, and let's, let's tie that in with a lot of the other episodes that we've had. Um, You know, the, the, there's the COVID test one that uh, we did. Uh, not test the COVID um, vaccine. There's the 5G episode. I mean, we've done a number of episodes about exposure of these various things, right? That we're bombarded with every day. Uh, and I, I think that we do need to be cognizant of, you know, what's in our environment because some people are going to be far more susceptible to uh, very, very manifested side effects of some of this stuff than other people, you know, Um, I, I don't know. 
Mm. Well, it's true, but I was exposed to it so much. I'm mad that I don't have like Cyclops laser vision or super healing powers like Wolverine (laughs) because I know that my DNA was altered. (laughs) I've lived in those things. (laughs) I mean, maybe maybe that's why I can have kids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If that were the case, I would I would go seek these pajamas and and, uh, so I can get my superpower. Oh man! Well, and the, my the, my biggest thing with this is, and I mentioned it at the beginning, is just that the fact that we were so concerned about safety that it it created this problem that was so big, and it makes me think of one of my um, favorite. Oh, I don't know what to call him. He's just an awesome, dude. Uh, Mike Rowe, and his motto is "Safety Third." And <laughs> <laughs> what he means by that is just that sometimes safety. Um, gets in the way of being actually able to do the right thing and absolutely being able to, to get things done the way that they need to get done. And it can become a big hindrance. And I agree with him, especially with something like this. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's bad. And it's, it's to the point where it's, there's still stuff out there that it, it has these things in them because it's true. you buy stuff at Goodwill. Um, there's, I mean, there's just things all over the place. The the and, the author of this article, she she does give um, some lists here, some 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 brands here. Now, this is not a sponsored episode, um, but uh, if you own a company and you would like to sponsor us, please reach out. Um, but here <laughs> are um, here are some brands that she says are are actually. Um, non-flame retardant. So look for these brands. So she says some, or maybe even all, of Carter's pajamas do not use flame retardant chemicals, um, but avoid the nightgowns. There's a brand called Hannah Anderson, which which is mostly safe. You can get that through Amazon. Uh, Target carries enough tight-fitting pajamas. Most tight-fitting pajamas you'll find do not have flame retardants. Um, A brand called Primary, one called Pact, Burt's Bees Organic PJs, one called Segments, uh, let's see, uh, and Castleware uh, has a 100% organic cotton fleece jammies. So the, the, there are a few brands for you to to, uh, to to dig your teeth into or to sink your teeth into to see if that's a place where you can get, you want to buy pajamas for your kids that do not have the chemicals in them. Or I would suggest just not living in the fire swamp. Because then you don't have to worry about flame spurts. And uh, then you also don't have to worry about rodents of unusual size, the R-O-U-S's, or uh, mm-hmm. the lightning sand. So, you know, you could you could do that too. <laughs> I find that inconce- inconceivable. <laughs> inconceivable. I do not think that means what you think it means. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think, I think we've got enough of a handle on this. We should probably – let's rate it. And – we're we're gonna we're just gonna stick with the topic. <laughs> DNA altering chemicals making kids' pajamas flame resistant. We'll start with you, Eli. <laughs> Where are you ranking this on the panic scale? Okay, well, I, I, there's enough that can be done uh, rather simply to avoid these. I think that information is power, knowledge is power in this situation. I feel like if you don't know that these are unsafe, then the, the I think the number goes up. Because ignorance can sometimes be deadly. <laughs> um, <laughs> cancer causing. <laughs> it can be cancer causing. So now that I know this, it's 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 relatively easy for me now to avoid, um, retar- uh, you know, uh, flame resistant 
or chemically treated pajamas. So I'm going to give it a three and a half. It's still scary because they shouldn't be making these things anymore, given this, you know, this huge body of research that makes it very clear that some of these chemicals are are really unsafe. So it's a three and a half for me because I can I can do a lot about it as a parent. Sounds good. I think that's fair. What are you about you, Tyler? I'm going to see Eli's uh, knowledge is power and I'm going to raise him uh, to common sense is power in this case, because I think that if we just exercise some common sense, I think that if we just are aware of our, our uh, fire hazards in our home, whether, you know, you, you are a smoker and you've got lighters and cigarettes, or if you use a flammable heat source or whatever, that just be aware of it. Um, and, and then your, your need for having to worry about these types of, of clothes. I think that that goes away. Um, and as far as the DNA altering component, getting to your, your, uh, your, your, your scoring, uh, matrix here, I'm not going to put it very high either because it's like legislation is legislating out as quickly as they're legislating new stuff in. Um, right. So I'm not hugely concerned by it because I'm going to be concerned about one just for it to be obsolete. And then there's another one that crops up. So I'm just not going to buy that type of stuff. So I'm going to probably put it, I don't know, one, one and three quarter moving upwards into two. Like guys, just not even on my radar. All right. <laughs> That's a lot lower than I was going to rate it. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm with Tyler. He's right. But I think about all the parents I know, all my friends, I feel like I kind of feel like a, got a responsibility just to make sure that like, Hey, you guys, you guys know about like pajamas and chemicals, right? Just want to make sure. Just want to make just, sure. Uh, hey, can I see your kids jammies, please? Can <laughs> right, yeah. show up one night? I need to see your kids in their pajamas. Cause I need to see the tags. I don't, I won't have a lot of friends by morning. I don't think you might have a completely no. different reason to panic at that point. <laughs> you might have, you might have court paperwork on your porch. <laughs> This this episode reminds me of the lead tooth uh, the lead uh, lipstick episode, and totally. you said something similar, Eli, about having a, a responsibility to uh, to to tell women that their lips are poisoned <laughs> because of all the lead. And I mean, there's more women in the country than there are children, but it's kids, and there's so many people that don't know about this because I didn't know about this until Saturday, mm, yeah. and um. There's literally millions of kids that have been exposed to it. There's lots of issues in our country right now because of it, I'm guessing. Um, and I'm just, I just have serious concern <laughs> because it's kids yeah, and because it's uh it's, it's a stupid rule that created a big problem. And so my panic comes not from my perspective, honestly, because I'm not panicking about it at all because my kids haven't ever had those kinds of pajamas at least not for very long and so um i'm i'm gonna rate this a lot higher until the, the until something can be taken care of um and that you know this stuff isn't there and parents are no longer putting it on their kids anymore so i'm, I'm probably actually going to give this one a six just because it's uh, it's 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 just a big deal affecting a bunch of kids yeah. with a bunch of people who have no clue and while ignorant or knowledge is important most people have no clue like vast vast minority of people know anything about this and so i mean 
I've always been of the mind, like if it's, if it's five or, or five or above on the scale, I mean, that's, that's kind of like a, a sound, the alarm moment, you know? So that's, that's, that's what's, that's, what's got me at a three and a half is because it's not so much my own kids because like I said, knowledge is knowledge is power in this situation, but I kind of do feel like people need to know that this is happening. And here's the thing. This is just pajamas. I mean, there are probably lots of real life applications that we're, that we're ignorant to that are adversely affecting our health in 2021. Um, probably from a chemical perspective with food and I mean, all the things in our home and who knows. So this is, this is just pajamas that we're talking about and it's enough to it's enough to make to make to take some action and to make a change yeah for sure this is one of the few episodes that actually the the, the content of the episode made me mad like i was yeah. i was physically upset yeah. when i learned about this um so i think that kind of just i anchored myself at a six just because of how upset i was when i read the, the, the subject matter when i send it over to you guys oh well, I just appreciate that your rating scale made me and Eli look like we're self-centered and, and don't care about people. So. Well, the truth hurts, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, with that, I think we're going to call this an episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, you two. This has been, this has been um, enlightening, to say the least. I've laughed. Um, I think... I've cried. <laughs> I've screamed. <laughs> <laughs> all of that while my microphone was muted um, and uh well for for you listeners out there uh leave us a comment tell us what surprised you the most about this episode and uh i, I want to know because i mean we've talked about what surprised us what surprised me was how pervasive it was and the fact that we did this in the first place such a small thing um and otherwise like us on itunes spotify facebook wherever you listen to us and we will see you next time